everybody. So today I'm going to be talking about the Pop Sugar Reading Challenge for 2022. I'm going to explain all of the prompts and everything I read for them and my interpretations and all of that jazz. I did not finish the challenge. I actually have like I think six prompts that I didn't do, which honestly isn't bad. Um, it's kind of bad because I read double the amount of books needed to complete the challenge. So I definitely should have been able to, but you know, things happen. We all know I had a baby. So anyway, let's get into it. Number one is a book published in 2022, The Made by Nita Prose. I've said it 700 times. Anyways, next is a book set on a plane, train, or cruise ship. I read Reckless Girls by Rachel Hawkins. It's not technically a cruise ship, I don't think. I think there's a book, or there's a cruise ship in the book. There's a book in the cruise ship. Anyway, um, I, I, I should have used something else probably for this, but I read Reckless Girls very early and I wanted to cross off a challenge, so there you go. A book set a book about or set in a non-patriarchal society, The End of Men. That book was fantastic. I think I only gave it four stars, but it's like a COVID situation, but it only affects men. Can you imagine? Like, you you think like, oh, great, like no more men, but like not great. And like people that have men in their lives, like that made me so fucking emotional. I just realized, oh my God, it made me so emotional because I'm like, I have a husband and I'm going to have a son and like they would both die and it would just be me. I would lose both of them. Like it's fucked up. Um, a book with a tiger on the cover or a tiger in the title. I struggled with this one immensely. I could not find a tiger book that I thought would keep my attention. And I kept like being like, okay, let me try to read this tiger book. Because I don't go in order, but I kind of try to go in order. Like I look at the earlier ones first and I kind of slowly make my way down. And then I kind of circle back to the top and like go back to ones that I've skipped over and stuff. Um... I definitely don't just like start in the middle or like start at the end. Like I, I kind of try to go in order. Um, I definitely don't go in order, but like I start at least in order. Um, and so I, I was really struggling with a tiger one. And then I saw somebody say something about, I don't know if it was about Winnie the Pooh or it was about something else. And I was like, oh my fucking God, I read Winnie the Pooh. Like I read Winnie the Pooh. There's a fucking tiger on the cover. A sapphic book. I read The Girl from the Sea. I think I read a cup sapphic books but maybe not the a book by a latinx author i did not end up doing this which i think is weird because typically i do read books by latinx authors like elizabeth acevedo um i was planning on reading they both die at the end by adam silvera and i didn't like the audiobook and something about i just kept i kept getting it and i kept not wanting to read it and so i think i might need to read that one physically because i want to read it but I don't know. Maybe it's just overhyped. I don't know. A book with an onomatopoeia in its title. I read The Whispers, which was absolute garbage. A book with a protagonist who uses a mobility aid. I read Maybe in Another Life. That one, um, it's fun because by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Um, it's fun when you are reading and something pops up that you didn't know and it wasn't in the synopsis and things like that. And you're like, oh shit. Like I was able to use this for that challenge because of something that happens and that's not something that's just like really clear based on like the synopsis or what the book's about or whatever 
a book about a found family. I read Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. This is definitely like a found family situation and I love found family. I think it is so wholesome and it makes me so happy and it's so cozy and I love it. An Ainsfield Wolf Award an Ainsfield Wolf Book Award winner. I was going to read Hidden Figures for this by Margot Lee Shetterly, and I just didn't. I think what an Ainsfield Wolf Award book is, is a book that's about race that is like profound and has made an impact on society, I think. Um, so other examples, so like obviously like Hidden Figures, um there's like it was like the women in NASA the black women in NASA um and I think like other I I I don't even I don't even know um I know my mom read a book called like the jazz palace or something but it's basically about like you know people of color black people things like that um and like the way that their race has like positively affected something or something like that Um, but like I said, they were just all very kind of like historical and I just wasn't interested. Um, and I, I tried Hidden Figures like twice and I just couldn't get into it. I I tried it as an audiobook and I tried it as an ebook and I was just like, I just don't, I just don't care. It was just so dry. It was so slow. It was so historical. Um, and I just, I don't know. Next is a book talk recommendation. I read Carball by Stephanie Garber and I fucking loved it. I thought it was great. And I then consumed the rest of the series and her other series that is companion to Carball. A book about the afterlife. I read Golden Girl by Ellen Hildebrand. Um, I don't even think I realized that this was about the afterlife until I read it. And so that was another one where I was like, oh, this is great. I'll just like, you know, whatever. A book set in the 1980s. I read Daisy Darker. Another, I didn't realize it was going to be set in the 80s, but it worked out. Um, I hated Daisy Darker by Al Sweeney. Thank you so much. It's not good. A book with cutlery on the cover or in the title. You would think that this would be so fucking easy. And yet I didn't complete the challenge. I was going to read um, The Alchemist, what is it? Uh, Tales of the Alchemist's Daughter or something. Um, and that's like the book where it's like, Sherlock Holmes's daughter and like um Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's daughter and like they form this like society and solve mysteries or something but I was really bored and then I have Killers of a Certain Age by Deanna Rayborn and that has a knife on the cover and I didn't get to it and I thought about reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy but I didn't do that either so it didn't happen. A book by a Pacific Islander. This one was difficult because a lot of people were arguing about what a Pacific Islander is. And so people were reading books and they were like, actually, that person's not a Pacific Islander. And so I was like, what the fuck? And so one of the only ones that I was able to find that I was interested in is the only authors that I was interested in was Sarah Desai. Um, She wrote The Dating Plan. I read that like two years ago, I think. It was a book of the month book and I enjoyed it enough. Um, and so she has like kind of three books that are like companion books. That's not a series necessarily, but they're connect. Like it's called a series, but they're not like the same characters. And this is the third one. I was going to read the third one called the marriage game. There's also, um, one, uh, the singles table. Oh, the marriage game is the first one. I think the singles table is the third one. I was going to read either or, um, and I still probably might read those because I did, like I said, it was the 
other one was fine and I enjoyed I enjoyed her writing and I enjoy her as a person like her author bio was really fun and stuff so I would like to support her in that way because I think she is just a cute little author um but I just didn't ever make time for it because romance is not really my thing Next is a book about witches. I read The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. I think I typically read witchy books around Halloween, and I don't really think I read any witchy books, so I think this one almost would have been an issue. Um, a book becoming a TV series or a movie in 2022, One True Loves. I think it's supposed to be becoming a movie this year, and that'll be really exciting. A romance novel by a BIPOC author. I tried to read get a life Chloe Brown and I adapted because it was like way too smutty and awkward for me um but I read Instructions for Dancing by Nicola Yoon and absolutely fucking loved it a book that takes place during your favorite season I did summer obviously I read One Italian Summer by Rebecca Sorrell and surprisingly enjoyed it a book whose title begins with the last letter of your previous read um so I did The School for Good Mothers and the previous read was His and Hers I kept finding that a lot of the books that I read ended with E and I could not find books that started with E and it was very difficult and now that I say that I don't even see any books that end with okay like Winter in Paradise um, and The Collective and When You Get the Chance so like there's books that start with E or that end with E so it was really difficult so I was like I need to find one that's like an S because I feel like S would be easier and that ended up being what happened and I can't honestly say if I did actually read these back to back like that but we're gonna pretend like I did next is a book about a band or musical group I read The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes by Alyssa R. Sloan I was thinking I was going to have to read Daisy Jones on the Six for this, and I was glad that I didn't have to because I feel like I'm not going to enjoy that book. Um, next is a book with a character on the Ace Spectrum. A lot of people thought this was the autism spectrum, and that's not the case. Ace is when you're asexual, aromantic. I read Loveless for this by Alice Oseman, and it was great. A book with a recipe in it. I read The Rural Diaries by Hilary Burton Morgan. It was not great, but there, and I don't give a shit about all the recipes, but there were a lot of recipes. A book you can read in one sitting. I read Long Way Down um, by Jason Reynolds. This was very good. And I am here for a book you can read in one sitting. A book about a secret. I read They Never Learn by Lainey Fargo. A book with a misleading title. I read The Golden Couple by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. Obviously, they're not golden because they're like trying to get a divorce. They're fighting, whatever. A Hugo Award winner. I read Watchmen by Alan Moore. This is the stupid comic I read for my sister. And I just like... I wasn't going to finish it because I was like, fuck this. Like, I can't get into this. And um, then I realized that it had won a Hugo Award and there weren't really any other books that I was planning on reading for this. And so I was like, fuck it, I'll just finish it. And I actually really enjoyed it. It's really weird. But um, especially in the context of, like, the paper that she had to write, I was kind of thinking about it in that way and, like, all the symbolism and stuff. And I really enjoyed it. But it was really weird. A book set during a holiday. This one I read Winter in Paradise by Ellen Hildebrand. And people were arguing that there's not a holiday in this book. Which is wrong because it starts on New Year's Eve. But I also could use the interpretation like that she took a vacation. Because she stays in Turks and Caicos for an extended period of time. Um, a different book by an author you read in 2021. I read Nobody Does It Better by Cicely Von Zagasar. I am slowly potentially reading the Gossip Girl series. 
a book with the name of a board game in the title. I read Sorry Not Sorry by Alyssa Milano. There were a lot of books that had sorry and life and things like that. A book featuring a man-made disaster. I didn't get around to this one. I was going to read Gemina by Chris, J. Kristoff and Amy Kerman or something. Um, it's the second book in the Illuminae Files. Um, the first one was... What was the first one called? Maybe it was called Illuminae. I don't remember. Um, but this one, I just, I don't know. I couldn't, I think I was trying to read it as an ebook and it just didn't work. Next is a book with a quote from your favorite author on the cover. I don't have a favorite author, but I just decided to look for authors that I enjoy on the covers of books. And I found um, that Nick Stone, who wrote Dear Martin and Dear Justice, she had quoted on Grown by Tiffany D. Jackson. So I chose that one. A social horror book. I did The Collective by Allison. I think her name is Allison Galen or Gay, Gay. I don't know what her name is. Um, this is about the women that band together and kill people that hurt their kids. A book set in Victorian times. I did not complete this one, but I am reading Sherlock Holmes. Um, we're reading that to Thomas at bedtime. And we've been reading that since probably September or something. Like, it's taking us for fucking ever. So, technically, I was, like, working on this challenge, but I didn't finish it. A book with a constellation on the cover or in the title. I said When You Get the Chance by Emma Lord. I don't think it's really a constellation as much as it's a clustering of stars, but we're just going to go with it. Um, a book that you know nothing about. I did The Other Black Girl by, what's her name? Something Delilah Harris. Z, uh, I don't know her name. Um, but I had never heard anybody talk about this book. And I had no idea really the premise. I just was bored, downloaded the audiobook, and just took off. And holy shit, I wasn't ready. Um, a book about gender identity. I read Felix Ever After by Casey Collender. A book featuring a party. I read Nanny Needed by Georgia somebody. I don't, some of these I don't have their last name, so I'm just winging it. And not well. Um, this one was interesting and there's a birthday party in the middle of it and I feel like it was significant. So it has a party, um, and own voices, science fiction and fantasy. I read squad by somebody. Um, this was a graphic novel. So if you look it up, you'll find it. I really enjoyed this. I, th I thought it was fucking cool. A book that fulfills your favorite prompt from a past challenge, um, so this one, I just did a book that was published in 2021 and I read Laura Olympus by Rachel Smythe, a book that, a book with a reflected image on the cover or a mirror in the title. I read Verity by Colleen Hoover. These are all the ones that have to do with like doubles and stuff. These next ones, the mirror one down, um, number 42 is a book that features two languages. So I read Anna and the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins. And hated it every minute of it. Um, a book with a palindromic title. I read One by One by Ruth Ware. A duology. I read Once Upon a Broken Heart by Stephanie Garber. And The Ballad of Never After by Stephanie Garber. So this is 45, 44 and 45. Um, technically, it's going to be a trilogy. But the third book isn't out yet. So right now it's just duology. A book about someone leading a double life. I said Finley Donovan Knocks Him Dead by El Cosmano because obviously Finley is leading that fake killer life. 
a book featuring a parallel reality. I read A Spindle Splintered by Alex, I think it's Alex E. Harrow. Um, I think this, these two books are fun. The It's A Spindle Splintered and A Mirror Mended. And they're just like fun little fairy tales. They're very short and quirky. And I actually want to see if there's another one coming out this year. Now that I think about it. Because I really enjoy them. A book with two points of view. I read Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. And um, that is told between Kenna and whatever the guy's name is. Zach? I don't know. And then the last two are Twin Towns. So apparently cities have sister cities and I don't know what really is the reasoning for it but I read Lore by Alexandra Bracken and I read Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell. Lore takes place in New York City and New York City's sister city is London and that's where Then She Was Gone takes place. So those are all the books I read for the Pop Sugar Challenge. Um, You know it's not great. I don't love not completing it, especially since I've been able to do it thus far. Actually, that's not true. I think I missed one last year, but I think what I'm going to try to do is read the ones that I didn't get done also this year. Like I'm going to try to read, especially like what I was banking on for each of these. So for Latinx, I was planning on reading, um, the, um, the one that's about the day that you die. Where, what, where is that? Um, Oh, they both die at the end. And then as a backup, I have the Cemetery Boys. So I want to try to read one of those this year. Um, Victorian, I said I'm already reading Sherlock Holmes, so I kind of count that. The Wolf Award, I think we're just going to pretend isn't a thing because I don't think I'll ever read a book on that list, unfortunately. I think, you know, it's great and it has merit, but it's just not my cup of tea. Man-Made Disaster, uh, I have Upgrade by Blake Crouch I could read or like 56 Days is about COVID. Cutlery, I have Killers of a Certain Age, I already mentioned. And then Pacific Islander, I think, you know, at some point I'll read both of those Sarah Desai books. So, yeah. Okie doke. That's all I've got. Until next time, friends. Ciao!